I've got some exciting news to share with everybody right now. What's up? Okay, so it's officially happening. Today what? is the day. You're quitting Faith FM? No. Oh, bummer. No, <laughs> no, no. My, <laughs> grand, my grandson is going to arrive today. Yes. Oh, yes. The, the process has begun, so we pray that he arrives today because if yeah. he arrives tomorrow, then that's going to be long and painful. Mm, yeah, that's so right. It's it's on, so keep us in prayer, guys. Keep you had a you had a date, right? I know that everyone in the family had a date in which you would come. Yes, I failed. Yeah, when did you say? Uh, like a week ago. Okay, because <laughs> I know uh, Mon was holding out for the seventh of the seventh, and it really looked like it was going to happen because she was having like labor pains and all that stuff. Uh huh. But didn't go down. Failed. But now it's like three days later. So now this kid will be seven eleven twenty two. 7-11-22. That's <laughs> awesome. That's that's writing it down American style date. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. Hey, he's he's one quarter American, so that counts. <laughs> What's his name going to be? Ah, that we will hopefully find out at the end of the day. It's a big secret right now. Please, oh. but we do Ethan? know that. <laughs> can it be? Ethan? Oh, there you go. Big vote. Big vote I'll, I'll for text Harley right, right now. Yes. Hey, text, hey, text hey. Let him know. <laughs> Ethan, Ethan says this is the name. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's have another clue for the quiz, guys, if you can get number four there for us. To whom did Paul greet with the charming sal- uh, salvation? Thing? Salutation. Salutation. The balls of the saints are refreshed, refreshed by thee, brother. Awesome. Good stuff. Hey, if you heard that one, um, our prize for this week is the book Exodus, Myth or History by David Roll. Again, uh, if you want an idea, a feel for what this book is, this is essentially diving into all the available information that we have from Egyptology, archaeology, from history, from the Bible to ultimately conclude whether or not Exodus is true or like fact or fiction, myth or history, which is incredibly important to us as Christians, as people of faith. Exodus is an incredibly important book of the Bible. And so, yeah, if you would like this book, again, that number is 0491-064-669. And that question is, to whom did Paul greet with this charming salutation? The bowels of the saints are refreshed by thee, brother. That's what it says, right? Yeah, it does. That's kind of random right there. (laughs) I'm like, Shell, is this a typo? (laughs) But no, apparently that's, uh, you know, the, the bowels of the saints are refreshed by the brother. Who did he greet with that? I have no and idea. man, how would they be feeling after after getting hit with that one? This face. Ethan's like stone face, like yikes. <laughs> so I think, yeah, that's how it would go down. But zero four nine one zero six four six six nine is the number to call or text the, if you know that's that. That's my his food face. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. So we need to get into our Bible study. Before we do, we've got a couple of text messages to uh, go through. Let's just see what you all had to say about the first half of the show. Uh, let me see here. Okay, okay. Something Lyle often does. He takes time to scroll yeah. through the messages. I didn't and... think I was getting messages, and now I've just seen, seen a whole slew of them right yeah. here. All right, so let's start with yeah. Elon Musk. You said we did a story about Elon Musk earlier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, is there any from my family? I will, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. If there is, then yeah. we will read them out. Mm-hmm. And if there is not then they need to be sending some messages <laughs> through to give you guys some support. We know that they're yeah, listening. Yeah. Come I've, on, guys. I've only got two people for my moral support. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah. Need, we, we need more moral support for That's each right. one. All right, yeah. so the first one says, Elon Musk, have you considered that the real issue was political freedom of speech? Where are we going to hear the truth? Surely not in the news <laughs> that have been lying to us nonstop for the last few years. Mm. Praise God for the independent news companies. Let's not forget that Twitter... 
Twitter. Twitter. Uh, did in the last, um, what Twitter did, did in the last American election. Yeah. True. Did, uh, <laughs> the world would just be better off without it. That's just my thought. Um, Twitter is also just a cesspit, bro. Like, it it's is. terrible. It <laughs> okay, the government and religious liberty, there hasn't been that for years. Mm. Or have I lived on another planet? No, you have been living <laughs> on this been planet and yep. being observant. Uh, have we forgotten that we were not allowed to go to church for months? How many laws have been passed against Christians, especially the pendulum will very soon move to the right in the name of religion, and then God's people will really lose all religious freedom. And this is true. And this is something I've been saying for a long time. The left does away with religious liberty. Uh, the right creates union of church and state, and those two things can be combined together for, for the fulfillment of Revelation 13. Because mm. what you've got to notice in Revelation 13 is that the second beast creates an image to the first beast, and the first beast is a perfect union of church and state with no religious liberty. Yeah. And so you've got one side of government in the U.S. that does away with religious liberty. You've got the other side that does away with separation of church and state. Mm. You need to have both to do their thing to fulfill Revelation chapter 13. Mm. Mm-hmm. Oh, here we go, here we go, here we go. Uh, we've got we've got a message coming through here. Let me just find this one real quick. Where did it go? Hi, Ethan. We've been listening. Uh, love, Tanya, and your cousin, uh, Millie. Finally! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come on, guys. Thank you, dear. Send Thank it, you, Millie. Send in the love. That's so oh, awesome. Special welcome to Ethan and family. You're doing a great job. Well done. So let's, let's have some support here for... Uh, um, Let's have some support here for Julia as well because mm. she's she's on here this yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. By the way, shout out to my entire family of forty. <laughs> okay, yeah, the 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 forty family. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, um, in relationship to oh, we've got a Spanish speaker here. Lito. Oh, oh, por qué? Uh, <laughs> the word is endearing. My sister was called Consuelo, and we called her Lito, short for Consuelito. Uh-huh. Forgive my pronunciation. <laughs> that uh, is the okay. Spanish, the Spanish speakers here. Okay, so somebody else here that knows what's going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was from a, uh, a Spaniard from Spain. Uh, there is a very high chance that uh, the COVID issue will bring back lockdown with a vengeance? Question mark. Oof. Many variances of COVID floating around. Somebody wants to know. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I am not a prophet. <laughs> Neither am I the son of a prophet. Mm. I don't know what will happen with that. Yeah, but certainly people are talking about it. <laughs> mm. Uh, oh, and congratulations on the new coming grandson. Yes. Fantastic. By the way, you heard it here first. That was breaking news. I mean, literally, that, that was just- as we were closing the door, the numbers are counting down to start. Shell's like yelling through the screen like, hey, it's happening. So, and you heard it the next second. Yeah. Right here on Faith <laughs> FM. Uh, let me see. Sand, the most enjoyable substance. It is a horrible substance that gets into oh, everything and you is just, a pain to get home. Oh, you just, just don't just like fun. Come Cast on. Like- Brain, you're a killjoy. <laughs> the beach is the best place ever. Who likes the beach? Do you like the beach? Yeah, I like um, surfing. Yes, yeah, I, I do like the beach, but my greatest fear is literally just getting like swallowed by an octopus. I, I do like us. So I like paddleboarding too. Yeah, I I love the beach as well. We have like big dunes here, and you can get on pieces of cardboard and go down there. It's so fun. Has, I like has anyone driving played on um, oh, yeah. battleships? Battle like the the game battleship yeah. where you yeah. pick a different square. To, yeah. Miss and hit. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Is that is that how you feel about the beach? Oh yeah, I, I just feel like I just boat's gonna do it. I'm like, this is a beach. Yeah. Is, he's <laughs> not the strongest swimmer. Oh. <laughs> I I do like the currents. I I like to stay in like the like the. I like to I like to go in the deep end sometimes. But my my greatest fear is literally just going into the Coco, another beach. Yeah. And just getting like my head stuck in sand. Yeah. So, okay. so Julia, have you ever, when you've been surfing, you've ever been drilled and had your head stuck in sand? Um, that has happened to me. I literally got stuck in my head. Well, I went boogie boarding once, and then there was this wave that knocked me upside down, and I like got stuck. Happens from time to time. You know, I think I've tried surfing twice, and both times I got completely drilled uh-huh. and tumbled around on the bottom, uh-huh. and my ears were full of sand. My eyes were full of sand. My shorts were full of sand. Everything was full of sand. And I was like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not. Where, where were you surfing? Here in Australia? Yeah, Bondi. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah So absolutely. when I was eight, uh, we went to Hawaii and we went surfing there. And I was on this, I was eight, so I'm tiny. I'm on this big, long foam board. And the break in like Waikiki Beach is like 100 meters off the shore. And so literally, like, as an, a, a tiny eight-year-old on this massive board that I could literally do a front flip on and it wouldn't fall over. Like, I could run side you're to side. The, you're surfing with the Titanic. In like, words. literally, and on a on a wave that breaks 100 metres offshore and goes all the way in. It was, like, the best thing. I thought I was the surfing king. I was like, because I just, yeah, like, they would push me off on the wave and I'd stand up and I'd just stand there for a minute. It was just—it was the greatest I, I thing ever. I couldn't even do that. My feet were like, oh, oh, oh no, oh no, oh no. Yeah, like, we tried boogie boarding, but the tide kept on like pulling him like away from the flags. Oh yeah. And then lifeguard's like, hey, in the flags. Yeah. He's like, Sorry, and then he kept on going outside of the flags. Uh, the tide will do that. The tide will do that. We're gonna get to our Bible study right after this. You're listening to Faith FM. Positively different radio. All right, so I got a question for you kids. Do you have a pet? Yes. Oh, yes, Oscar. 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 Okay, so Oscar just immediately brought massive smiles to these two kids' faces. He's Tell us a about sausage Oscar. dog. He's you got a oh, sausage dog. Cute. Yeah. So how how like like how long are his legs? I mean, they're, they're um, like is he scraping? About, about like this size. He's, so short. He's so about short. eighty millimeters. Yeah. <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's short, but he's got a long body. Trust yeah. me. I try does, to it, does, his, does his belly scrape on the ground? Yeah. He's a half. Half sausage. He's half dash hound, half Pomeranian. Oh. Do you have any other pets? Um, I wish. Okay, you see, have you have you ever had? Oh yeah, Ethan's got his head. Uh, so so Julia and Millie are going to get chickens, guinea pigs. No, and it's not official yet. Oh, okay. oh, I'm jumping okay. the gun on the announcement. <laughs> Come on, Ethan. Let, let, me, let, me how, let me explain how radio works. Yeah, I know, I Is know it once radio. you say things on radio, it's official. Because <laughs> <laughs> the whole world knows. Yeah, just just like, you know, Lars decided to donate his paycheck to me and my education fund <laughs> yeah, um, officially. Praise God for him. Like, yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Have you ever had a bird? Yes. Did your bird sing? Kind of. What kind of bird was it? It was a cockatiel. Okay. Oh, okay. Did it talk? Yes, mm. because singing is basically talking. With no, no, never talk with like human words. Oh. No. Oh, no. So it didn't talk? No. Did you ever try and teach it to talk? Yes. 
how did you how, what did what did you do when you tried to teach it to talk? Well, we we did what you would try to teach a baby how to talk, like like say da <laughs> d. Like, uh-huh. we would try But your cockatiel just never picked it up? No. Did you put a blanket over the cage? Um, when it got cold. Ah, but did you put a blanket over the cage when you were teaching it how to talk? No. Ah, ah. see, this is the key right here. That's this is the key right here. This is the trick. If you've got a pet bird and you're going to teach the pet bird how to talk, birds are a little bit ADHD <laughs> and they're easily distracted. So what you do is you put a blanket over the cage so it suddenly goes super dark and then you talk to the bird with no other sounds present. So just make the room dark and silent and then you talk and then the bird can actually hear you because the bird is sitting in its cage and he's looking at this and he's looking at that and he's looking at something else. Have you ever seen birds? They're always moving their head. They're always looking at something. Uh, like me. Yep, they're always, they're, always, they're always hyper. They look at this, look at that, look at somebody, something else. They listen to this and they hear another noise and they listen to that over there and they hear you talking and you say the same thing a couple of times, like, oh, that's interesting. And then they listen to something else and they learn a little bit of this noise and a little bit of that noise and a little bit of the other noise and they're kind of all over the place. But if you make it dark, if you take them into the darkness, then they hear just one voice. Wow. And that's what our Bible study is going to be all about today. Mm. All right, we're going to be talking about, because we're talking about the crucible. Do you, do you kids know what a crucible is? Uh, no. A crucible is a thing, it's a pot, basically, that you put metal in and then you make the pot hot and the metal melts and you can get rid of all the impurities. I think I've, I've seen one of those on TikTok. Okay, there, there you go. <laughs> I guess that where, that's where kids see, see stuff these days. Yeah, it's basically like cooking but with metals. Mm. Yeah, I have one in my workshop. It is so cool. You have no idea. Mm-hmm. It is like the most fun thing ever. Can I have it? It looks like liquid <laughs> metal. Yeah, I make liquid metal in it. Mm. And then yep. you can like shape it to make stuff out I of it. I pour it into molds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So much fun. Okay. All right. So this is, the, this is the lesson here. This is the object lesson. Sometimes we don't hear God's voice. You know why we don't hear God's voice? Why? Because there's so many other noises. Oh, yeah. You know, there's noise of the traffic outside. There's noise of the other kids at school. There's noise of what your teacher's saying. There is noise of... TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> there is noise of Facebook. There is noise of Twitter. There is noise of everything that comes across your screen. There is noise of your mum and your dad and your brothers and your sisters and everything My else. Dog. And the And your dog, <laughs> Oscar. Don't just forget Oscar. Noise of the parrot. Noise of the birds outside. And sometimes we don't hear the voice of God. Mm. And so what sometimes God does when he wants to speak to us is he throws a blanket over us and suddenly it's dark and suddenly we can hear the voice of God. Maybe like I'm sleeping or even maybe something else, but I don't want to say it. Mm. Maybe. I don't want to say it. But sometimes darkness is a symbol of when bad things happen. Have Mm. you guys ever had bad things happen in your life? Yes. 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 Everybody's had bad things happen. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when bad things happen, they are so bad, we stop listening to everything else. And then God speaks. Mm. And so this is what our lesson is all about today, is that just like with your pet bird, the reason your pet bird didn't learn to talk is maybe you didn't make it dark enough for him. 
and he couldn't hear everything you were saying. Yeah. And sometimes, well, God just makes it dark, and then we can hear him. Okay, so we've got a passage from the Bible to read, Exodus chapter 14. Let's head over there very quickly, Exodus chapter 14. Of course, our, our prize for this week is trying to work out whether Exodus 14 is real or not, uh, whether it's true. Yes, so, absolutely. Again, 0491 is the number to call or text. We'll, we'll have the next clue up in mm, about six minutes. But uh, Exodus chapter 14, and which verse? Uh, let's read verse 10. Exodus 14 and verse 10, the Bible says, As Pharaoh approached, the people of Israel looked up and panicked when they saw the Egyptians overtaking them. They cried out to the Lord and they said to Moses, Why did you bring us out here to die in the wilderness? Weren't there enough graves for us in Egypt? What have you done to us? Why did you make us leave Egypt? Didn't we tell you this would happen while we were still in Egypt? We said, leave us alone. Let us be slaves to the Egyptians. It's better for us to be slaves in Egypt than a corpse in the wilderness. But Moses told the people, don't be afraid. Just stand still and watch the Lord rescue you today. The Egyptians you see today will never be seen again. The Lord himself will fight for you. Just stay calm and get moving. All right. Let's, let's, let's hold it there for a moment. Um, Ethan, what are your favourite books of the Bible? Joshua, Ruth, and Exodus. Wow, that was, that was off the top. There you, there you go. What are your favourite books, uh, Julia? Do you have a favourite book of the Bible? Um, I can't choose because I like all of them because all of them have different and good stories, but I just can't pick. Can't, can't pick one? They're, okay. they're too good. They're too good. So, Ethan, why, why, do you, why do you like the Joshua, Ruth, and Exodus? Because... Um, because it technically in Exodus, um, it actually shows how Moses had faith in God and led a people who complained and were selfish. Yes. Mm-hmm. And in Joshua, uh, it's like uh, Joshua had faith in God to take down um, Jericho, and he did do that with God help. God's yes. Help. Yes. And in Ruth, also um, my mum's name. Ah. That's why I also like shout that. out, mum. Yeah, shout out to my mum. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, my mum's uh, Speaking about Ruth, yeah, um, your mum. How, how she also never left her um, her widowed mother-in-law. Yes, and stayed with her and um, and had faith to um in God also. Mm, fantastic. Okay, so speaking about Ruth, huh? your mum. Yeah, my mum. She says this. Thank you for having Ethan this morning at The Breakfast Show. Faith FM is a part of our crazy mornings while preparing for work, school. Thank you for being such a great influence for him. God bless the show and all the listeners. That's Shout from Ethan's mum. Yes, mum. Shout out, mum. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. uh, thank you, mum, for tuning in. I love you. That's right. Uh, Braden has a clarification here on his sand thing. The beach is great, the smell, the sound, but sand, nah. Give me a mountain stream with no. river rocks. So, so you want to go to the beach and you want to replace the sand with what? Concrete? Like, uh, oh, oh. see, my wife is a fan of lakes. Okay, she's a lake person. Mm-hmm. Whereas I like salt water because you float easy, you don't sink as. Okay, like as in freshwater lakes. Yeah, like... she likes freshwater lakes. Okay, okay. Anyway, let's go back to our story. So, Ethan, uh, the Book of Exodus, one of your favourite books of the Bible. The Israelites have come to the Red Sea, and the Egyptians are behind them. What What's about to happen to these guys? Uh, technically, they will. Technically, they will go to the sea. Moses will open it. Yes. They will go through, and once every Israelite is 
uh, over the um, Red Sea, then Moses closes it and uh, rip the Egyptians. Okay, so do you think do you do you think that uh, yes, rest in peace, the Egyptians? Um, do you think that the Israelites knew that they were going to be able to walk through the Red Sea? Nah. Do you think they were scared? Uh, probably. Yeah, probably pretty scared. Probably a pretty dark time for them. You think? Yeah, probably. Maybe God has pulled His blanket over them. And uh, they're going to be able to hear and see the voice of God like they wouldn't have done so if there hadn't been a crisis. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. And Ethan's going to bring us another question for the quiz. This will be the last one for today. This is your last opportunity to go in the draw for this week's prize. Ethan, what's our question? In the parable in Matthew 25, how many of the ten versions were foolish? Oh, too easy, guys. Come I, on. I know this. I know zero this. 0491 is the number to call or text. If you know the answer to this one, you can go into the draw to win Exodus Myth or History by David Roll. Again, I actually been, really want to read this one. Oh, it's really fantastic. Yes. Um, but essentially getting into, yeah, the evidence that we have for this critically important book. In fact, the book that we're, that we're reading right now on the show. Uh, if you want this, again, 0491 064669 is the number to call or text. Can you read that question for us one more time? In the parable in Matthew 25, how many of the ten versions were foolish? If you know the answer to that one, 0491-064-669. Oh, you got a da- Actually, can you can you say the number? 669. Okay, well, that's the end of the number. But <laughs> 0491 Come on, guys. We've said it enough times. You don't get it from that. You, you should. You should. But uh, hey, let's let's are we continuing yeah, let's go, on let's with jump the back story. into our Bible study. So from Exodus, I think we're in chapter fourteen, right? And we'll pick yeah. it up in verse nineteen. Julia, can you read for us? Let's read nineteen and twenty. Then the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. The pillar of clouds also moved from the front and stood behind them. The clouds settled between the Egyptians and Israelite camps. As darkness fell, the clouds turned to fire, lighting lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and Israelites did not approach each other all night. Mm. Okay, so here we've got one of those situations where the Israelites are led into, and thanks for reading that, Julie, you did a fantastic job. Mm. Uh, they're led into a place... Where they're boxed in. Mm. Why would God send them there? I mean, there are so many easy ways to get out of Egypt. Mm. And he sends them down to the Red Sea and traps them between mountains. Mm. What, what's God doing here? Why, why do you think God did that? Uh, to put them under a blanket. Ah, to put them under the blanket. <laughs> yes, That's right. Let's go. To make it dark. They were having some pretty dark thoughts because they were like, we are about to be massacred by the Egyptians. That's pretty mm. dark, right? Mm. Mm. But do you think that they ever forgot what happened next? No. Do you think that if you walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground and you could see the sea on either side, you could see the fish swimming past, all that kind of stuff, do you think you would ever forget an experience of water standing on edge? Me personally, never. <laughs> no, I don't think you would. I don't think no, you'd ever I would forget. just pass that on to my family and then, like, 
nowadays, if I was all the way back then in my great 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 grandchildren, um, would be like, oh yeah, my great 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 grandmother crossed the Red Sea. Do you think you would try throwing stones into the wall of water? You would? I'll just stick my head 100%. in. Oh, no. <laughs> and have a look around yeah. and see what it's yeah, like. You know, I could, do, I, just, I could just go, like, deep dive in and find a corpse. Oh. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, Ethan. <laughs> uh. I, I could find, like, so many corpses. But it would be kind of unique to, you know, run your fingers along the wall of water as you're walking past, wouldn't yeah. it? Yeah. That would be just different. I'm going to be honest, like, in terms of, like, you know, environmental phenomenon, I remember the first time I saw snow. Like, I was, like, 16, yes. and it was mind-blowing. I was I was in Madrid, actually. It was in early January, and it had, it had snowed. And I was like, it's literally coming from the sky. Like, what White is stuff. Like, what is this? So I feel like, yeah, you know, and that, that was an experience I had when I was 16. I remember it now because it's not that long ago. But I just remember it so vividly. And so I feel like if you were walking through an ocean on dry ground, yeah. like You're not going to forget that. Yeah. yeah. You're going to remember that. I would want to play this game, but I also wouldn't want to hurt the fish where I grabbed, like, little fish and... Threw them back in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I have a love of fish. I used to have fight a fish. I was like three for my pets. Mm. But sadly, they um, rip. Yeah. <laughs> Died a week after he bought them. Oh, oh that's, that's tough. tough. That's that's tough. Yeah. I took them amazingly good. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's okay. They, they don't have long lifespans, mm. unfortunately. Not mm. like human beings, but um, it would be... A, okay, so let's come back to our story here. You've got you've got an experience where these guys are absolutely terrified. They believe they're going to die mm. in the next couple of hours. They're going to be literally hacked to death in the next couple of hours, and then God comes and He actually literally throws a blanket over them mm. in a kind of way. What's the blanket made out of? Um, faith, darkness, and scaredness. Mm. Yeah, there's darkness, and so that's the metaphorical, symbolic blanket. But there's also another blanket right here. Mm. The clear blanket. It's, a, it's okay, but it's kind of clear, but it's kind of not. It's, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of something it's, else here. Yeah, it's, the, it's the word opaque because opaque. because what gets thrown over them is a cloud, a big cloud. And it's so thick, it stops the Egyptians. Yeah, they can't see anything. Dead in their tracks. Mm. You know how much water it takes to make a cloud that big? Like uh, a lot? No, about half a cup. Really? Yeah, literally half a cup. Wait, what? <laughs> I think I've got it written down here somewhere. Let me what? Just, let me just find this. Let me just find this. So you're saying like the clouds that we see in the sky are made from, like there's lots of clouds in the sky at the moment. They're made from very minimal water. How okay, dense so fog covering seven city blocks to a depth of 100 feet is composed of less than one glass of water. What? <laughs> what? That is surprising. So Jesus stopped the Egyptians with less than a glass of water. <laughs> Wow. You know, we, if we were going to try and stop the Egyptian army, we would come up with, you know, massive fortifications and armies and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And God steps in with, let me show you what I'll, I'll do with a glass of water. I can do this. Mm. It brings them to a dead stop. Boom. Jaw drop. Yeah. Yes. Massive My jaw drop right there. <laughs> okay. So think about this then. If God can stop an army of the most powerful empire on earth. At that time. At that time. So it's the equivalent of the United States Army, right? <laughs> the United States military force. Yeah. 
if God can bring the whole thing to a standstill with a glass of water, Mm. what can God do for you when you are in trouble? And this is the lesson that God is teaching the Israelites here because they didn't really know God at this particular point. They'd kind of gone off into Egyptian idolatry and they'd been worshipping Egyptian gods. And God's like, okay, let me just show you something. Here's, here's, a, here's a glass of water. Oh, I just stopped an entire army of yeah. like the greatest empire the world has ever seen to this point. Yeah, which Egyptian gods can do that? Yeah. Like- <laughs> try, try, try that, Egyptians. Uh, uh, let me have a guess. Um None of the Egyptian gods, more like the um, Christian god. That's, do you, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Do, you think the, do they think that they heard the voice of God when they were in this dark place and they saw that happen? Uh, no. Yeah. Actually, yeah, actually. <laughs> and, and literally they have like three and a half thousand gods to um, choose from to like, do that. Mm. And yes. The, oh, yeah, the Egyptians. And, yeah. And, and what I just said I actually heard from Lyle, like three and a half thousand gods of mm. Egyptian. I heard that from Lyle. <laughs> there you go. I, I may have mentioned that on Faith FM <laughs> at some particular point. Yeah, this is true. Uh, so you've got God stops them with a, a glass of water mm-hmm. and then God parts the Red Sea and they walk through on the Red Sea. Are they hearing the voice of God now? Are they recognising that their God is powerful? Yeah. Mm. Yes, absolutely. What do you think that they're going to do when they get to the other side of the Red Sea? Um, Like... Rejoice. Rejoice. Rejoice and celebrate. Mm. There's a whole song, Exodus chapter 15. It's one of the best songs in the Bible. If you don't know that song, you should get Producer Shell to teach it to you. It's a really awesome song. Mm. Kids love to sing it. Um, but they're going to rejoice. And the reason they rejoice so much is because they've gone from such a dark place to such a good place. And sometimes the dark place is going to lead us to a good place. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. About to have question of the day. We've got uh, Josh, we've got Ethan, we've got Julia all joining us here in the studio this morning. Uh, of course, Ethan has come up to participate because he is a super fan of The Breakfast Show and he's about to give us some answers to the questions, I do believe. Is that what's happening here? Yeah. yeah. All right, so go for it. For the first question, we've got the answer there. Do you want to read that for us? Yeah. Who fell out of a window and died during the sermon? The answer is Itaka. Eutychus. Eutychus. I'm sorry. Yeah. And then for the second question, the answer was... Thou shalt not steal. For the third question, the answer was... In one... uh, Mount Carmel. In the fourth question, what was the answer there? Philemon. Awesome. And then the final question... Five. Awesome. Well good, done. So if you got uh, those answers right this morning, you'll be in the draw for this week's prize. Picked by me. Indeed, mm. indeed. Picked by Ethan himself. Mm. Yeah. But right now it is time for... Question of the Day. So we're going to do something a little bit different this morning. Uh, normally I do Question of the Day, but we've got Pastor Josh Gonzalez here this morning, so I'm thinking, well, why am I doing Question of the Day? <laughs> we, can, we can ask the expert... Uh, so where did our question go? I've lost the question of the day. Uh, essentially, the question yes. was, what does the Bible say about organ donation? All right, Josh, organ donation. Some people are a bit funny about, you know, do I yeah. donate, donate my organs? Do I keep my organs? Do I receive an organ donation? Mm-hmm. What's... what's What's the Bible say about this? Yeah, I don't know why you uh, introduced me as an expert on this topic, but um, <laughs> I you read the Bible. <laughs> I read the Bible, but and yeah, it's a, a good question because, um, as I'm aware, there are some uh, religions uh, that are against this, right? 
Uh, I think it's the Jehovah's Witnesses in yeah, particular. Yeah, the Jehovah's Witnesses, I know they don't take blood transfusions, mm-hmm. uh, which is the equivalent of an organ donation just in a liquid form, I guess. Yeah. yeah. So my understanding is that some of the reasoning behind it comes down to some of the things the Bible says regarding blood, for example. Yes. You know, that you can't eat blood. Um, but, you know, you'd have to ask the question, is receiving an organ trans uh, an organ donation or a blood transfusion, is that equivalent to eating it? I don't think it is. No, it'd be very different. I mean, yeah. when you eat things, you put it in your mouth, chew it up, it goes down through your digestive system That's and right. is absorbed into your body, whereas mm-hmm. with an organ donation, you've got a doctor who cuts you open, pulls the bad, pulls the dodgy one out, puts the new one in. Yeah, and as far as um, we see this really you know, today, it's more of a, a medical situation where um, you know, somebody will need an organ donation or a blood transfusion because of a serious medical issue or complication that they have. And so, you know, I personally see it more in line with healing as opposed to, you know, digesting. Okay, so let's go back to the issue of blood then real quick. Mm-hmm. Eating blood, the Bible says don't eat blood, the yep. Bible says don't eat pork, The Bible says, there's a bunch of things the Bible says don't eat these things. Mm-hmm. Why does the Bible say not to eat blood? Well, with regards to blood, we we find that that you know it's the source of life, um, but with that also it it it's where disease is found. Yeah. And you know, in the old days, uh, Old Testament days, um, it was a way of God helping His people be free from disease and and not to suffer the you know diseases that that other nations were suffering from. And in modern abattoirs today, you know, they, they knock the animal on the head and then mm. um, string it up and cut its throat and let the blood drain out. This is this is mm-hmm. normal practice in a developed country because we understand this principle of yeah. the blood is where the disease is. Yeah. If you've got a disease, you go to the doctor. What does the doctor do? He takes a blood test because that's, right. that's where it is. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's a very common sense. Okay, so, so basically then what's happening here is that God is saying, don't eat the blood mm. so that you have better health. Yes. Yes. Mm. All right, if we then take that across to organ donation, which is something we have today, mm. and we say don't have organ donation, then Why? isn't that the other yeah. way around? Because you go, if you don't have the organ donation, you're going to die. You're going to have worse health. Basically, yeah. yeah. So there's a principle here of having mm. good health. Yeah. God isn't saying this just for random reasons. And I think that, that's really the principle that you see when it comes to you know the health laws, et cetera. It's all about health. It's all about preservation of life. It's all about being able to live life at, at the best and fullest. And so, yeah, you know, I, I personally see something like organ donation and blood transfusion. Like when, um, when my second daughter, or actually when my first daughter was born, um, there were some complications at the birth and my wife needed a blood transfusion. If my wife didn't receive that blood transfusion, she would have died. And I'm so grateful that she did because it preserved her life and kept our family together. And so, yeah, I I, I can't personally see that as a bad thing. Yes. And it's very difficult, I think, for you to find a strong, solid biblical argument against it. That's right. Well, it didn't exist in Bible times, so God didn't address it, but he certainly addressed the issue of having good health. Mm-hmm. And we need to encourage that wherever we can. We've come to the end of the show. It's been an amazing show. It's been especially awesome to have Ethan and Julia as a part of the show. We've uh, enjoyed having you guys here. We'll have to have you guys back again sometime. Mm. Yeah. yeah, no, thanks for, thanks for joining us, guys. Yay. Thank you for letting us be on the program. You are more I, than welcome. I, I might be ne- 
I might be back here maybe on May 14th next year. <laughs> okay. okay, he's penciling himself in. He's, like, he's, yep, he's it, definitely. It's one day after my birthday because I can't come because I'll be 10 and also it'll be on Saturday. Gotta go to church, man. Yeah, amen. <laughs> All right. Now, don't forget, as friends, as you go through this day, to remember to act. talk faith, live faith, act faith, and you will grow strong in Jesus Christ. God be with you till we meet again. Counsel's guide uphold you with the sheep securely fold you. God be with you till we meet again. Until we meet again at Jesus' feet. God be with you till we meet again. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.